time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening. Welcome to the final Red Friday of the season. And unusually, Aberdeen go into Sunday's trip to Easter Road looking for a bit of help from Rangers who are at Kilmarnock. In simple terms, the Dons need to better Achilles' result to secure third place and Europa League qualification. We'll have all the build-up plus the rest of the weekend football and the latest or the last in the predictor. I'm Dave McDermott and join me as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. So we can only do our bit, Andrew. Yeah, um, it's it's important that Aberdeen just focus on the game at Easter Road. It's a place where we've got a good record. It's the fourth trip down there this season. Uh, a draw in the league back in August, followed in September by uh, a nerve-wracking penalty shootout win in the League Cup, and then a 2-1 victory in February. So not a place that... Um, holds any fears for Aberdeen but uh, uh, a tough game nonetheless Yeah and uh, I think Aberdeen boosted by the the news that after all the latest round of speculation uh, the manager is going to be in charge for the foreseeable future yeah, it's fun, fantastic news. Um, one in the eye for the the Twitterati who seem to think Derek is not the the right man to to manage Aberdeen. He's certainly been in demand uh, over the years, and he still is in demand, heavily linked because he's doing such a great job at Pittori with the Scotland vacancy. But he made it clear at today's news conference that he's staying put. I've never been asked to be Scotland manager, you know, so it's difficult for me to say that. I would like to be Scotland manager at some point. Um, I think anybody coaching and managing, and I think I've answered that in the past we will as well, um, would have aspirations to manage our country, wherever, um, wherever that may be. And, and for me, I see myself, what to do at Aberdeen, I'm a club manager and I'm not ready to give that up um, in my mind. So th- those are the conversations I've had with the chairman regarding that. And for me, if I can uh, concentrate on what I'm trying to do here at Aberdeen, we've got a big rebuilding job to get the players in um, in time for pre-season, hopefully, to come back to European football. And Andrew, I mean, I know the manager's in most days back at seven o'clock. Um, the thought of going from from that, which he thrives on, to you know a couple of games every few months or so, uh, it just I don't think it, doesn't <laughs> it would stack be Derek, up, does it? No, I mean uh, we know what Derek's like and and how immersed he is in the job. And uh, I do think that um, you know Steve Clark has made it clear that his family is still down south, uh, that he's got no intentions of moving them up north. Um, so. It's Scotland job would fit him better because he can quite comfortably do that that role uh, basing himself in England. The other thing is, he's eight years older than, than Derek McInnes is. Derek's still a young man in managerial terms and uh, as you say, the day-to-day contact with players and, and everything that surrounds the, the, the job of a, a club manager um, is something that he thrives on and wants to continue to thrive on in the foreseeable future. And certainly Dave, the strategy, the new strategy that was announced this week, which we'll come on to later, that was very much with Derek at the, at the core of everything that's planned. Absolutely, Dave, and it was uh, a pleasure to go along and hear what the the board had to say uh, this week. More on that uh, later in the show, like you say. Great to hear the the chairman tell me that the manager is going nowhere anytime soon. Derek's still at the stage in his life, the stage in his career where he needs that day-to-day involvement of a club manager. Uh, He loves this club. He's an integral part of the club. He's taken the club a long way, but he genuinely believes that he can 
take the club on to the next level. And one day we will lose Derek and I hope for Derek's sake that at some stage down the line, once we've got all we can get out of him, that he gets the opportunity of the national coach because I think he would dearly love to have that role one day. But he doesn't see this as being the stage in his life that he wants to give up club football. Turning to the game this weekend, Andrew, we've got a good record this season, but this is the first time that it was Eddie May that was in charge temporarily last time we went down there. So this is the first time we've got to Paul Heckingbottom. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, he's done a, a terrific job at Hibs uh, since taking over. Uh, he's had 13 games in charge, won six, drawn four, only lost three. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting one because there still will be Hibs players who will be trying to push themselves to get to the forefront of his mind his thoughts for next season so I don't think Hibs will be on the beach just yet although they've got nothing to play for um, because they they have sealed a fifth place in the table Hearts can't do anything about it they can draw level with them in points but they'll never make up a 20 goal difference uh, as which is how it stands at the moment uh, but Aberdeen they've got this carrot of European football in third place dangling in front of them so they're going to give absolutely everything in one last push this season Certainly there's more to play for for, for our perspective as, as opposed to the Easter Road side Indeed that is very much the case but um, yeah, it's a really interesting one that uh, lies ahead should be a really good tactical battle on Sunday and you know Derek tells us he's very impressed with what his opposite number has done He's worked with the players that are there and um, you know, shaped them up and got them into a, a way of working that's been able to pick up points and uh, find that momentum so I'm sure they'll be wanting to finish in a high um, you know for us you know, to stay above Hearts and Hibs is um, is really pleasing for us. I think we're similar clubs, and we've done that time and time again over the years. But um, Paul certainly um, will, will be looking to change that, and he'll be looking to finish in a high. You know, look forward to meeting him. But hopefully, we can go and get um, all important three points. Um, I'm sure they'll see it as important to finish strongly tomorrow and Sunday. But um, obviously, the three points are vitally important to us. It's important, we uh, we always say it's important we get off to a good start and are at it from the first whistle. Yeah, yeah you've got to be, if you think back to the, the last visit down to Easter Road in February, we didn't start the game well. Um, Ollie Shaw took advantage and scored the opening goal, but we reacted very, very quickly. And I think we, we'd equalised within 60 seconds. And then within 10 minutes, we were ahead in the game and could have won it more convincingly, but for uh, Marciano making a good save from... Uh, Gary Mackay, Stephen penalties. So, as I say, it's it's not a place that holds any fears for Aberdeen, but they do know that um, you, you can't just turn up there and expect victory. Uh, you've got to work hard for it. And likely to be more players back. Gary Mackay, Stephen trained today, which is great news because he's got a fantastic record against Hibs. He does indeed. It would be wonderful to see him make his uh, comeback. That would really help Aberdeen end the campaign on a high, wouldn't it? Uh, speaking to Scott McKenna today, he said looking ahead to Sunday the Dons will need to match Hibs' spirit at Easter Road Yeah definitely since the new manager came in as well they've been very impressive and that's, that's something I'm sure they'll be set up well and playing with a lot of confidence and that's something else that we'll, we'll need to try and contend with but if we go down there and play as well as we can I've, I've no doubts we, we can get three points Well let's hear from the Hibs boss Paul Higginbottom They do want to like I say it's 
if there's an emotional drop off unless we do it, there are circumstances around we know and I understand that it's not my job to accept it and, and the players understand that as well so um, yeah it's different we did, the process had started then for next season you know building for next season looking at things and really pushing ahead with those sort of plans but we're playing against another team just as hungry as Kilmarnock you know they're in exactly the same position so we know it's going to be a tough tough game but, but it's one we're looking forward to Player of the Year last night, Andrew, Joe Lewis picking up the main accolade, Max Lowe getting the player's player, Lewis Ferguson, the young player, and also goal of the season, and no surprise it's there. Uh, but uh, young Ethan Ross, who's made his mark on the first team, quite rightly, and I think he was very much the favourite for the Development Player of the Year. Yeah, all very, very worthy recipients of the awards. Uh, the only difficulty with uh, the goal of the season was which, picking which, which Fergie goal. Which from mm. Fergie's showreel you pick as the goal of the season. Uh, it was the one against Burnley, his first senior goal, and one that will live long in the memory of, of everybody uh, that was down at Turf Moor that night. It was uh, one of the very special moments of the season. And uh, Ethan Ross, um, terrific uh, to see him doing so well this season. Uh, Seb Ross, his brother, won that same award the year before. Uh, so they're keeping it in the family. And uh, I noticed uh, uh, Station Garage and Contour had tweeted today saying uh, it should just be called the Best in Contour Award because they reckon Connor Barn will win it next year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and... Uh, when, uh, when Richard uh, Gordon said to Ethan you're following in your brother's footsteps he says well hopefully not any longer because I don't want to go and loan to Stennis Weir next season so uh, <laughs> oh good reply uh, yeah, it was indeed but uh, very much one for the future and a, a, a great player and a very confident young man yeah this guy's got so much uh, potential great to see him uh, penning a new two year deal and Derek McInnes has very high hopes for the talented youngster we gave him the development player of the year and they gave him it for a reason I think he's been a standout performer for the development squad and he's obviously probably because of injuries to our wider players with Stuart McGinn Mackay Stevens, um, Con McLennan all missing um, Ethan's been um in and around the first team although he's been training with us for a long time um, he's uh, been in and around the squads now and uh, he's more than holding his own love his confidence he's got little skiers hips can both, both uh, go both ways can run foot defenders a lovely little player and uh, the confidence to match and you know, I've got um, high hopes for Ethan it's important we just let him um, manage his way through and, and gain this experience as we go along but he's one that we feel can uh, have an impact for us we're heading towards the break. Before we do so, your one to watch films for Sunday, Dave. I'm going to go for Big Sam Cosgrove. Terrific season overall, but he's not scored in the last five games. I fancy he'll put that right on Sunday. Andrew? I'm going to go for the, the young player of the year, Lewis Ferguson. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a battle in the middle of the park. Mark Milligan, the Australian, and Stevie Mallon uh, in there alongside Omionga for, for Hibs. But uh, we saw in the second half against Hearts what a good player Lewis Ferguson is. And he's got the responsibility of taking over from Graham Shinney in that area next season. And I think he'll handle that no problem at all. We'll look ahead to Cove's trip to Berwick, also the predictor, and more after these. It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. 
It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. North Sound 1's Red Friday. Aberdeen head to the capital on Sunday to face Hibs at Easter Road. And Andrew, it'll be a farewell for, I would imagine, quite a number of the squad. Some we know and some we aren't, haven't been confirmed yet. Yeah, well, uh, Graham Shinney, it'll certainly be his last game for Aberdeen uh, in this spell. At the moment, I mean, he may come back later on in his career, but um, uh, Graham will go with everyone's very best wishes. It was such a pleasure to see him playing uh, last Friday night against Hearts, even though he wasn't 100% fit. As the manager said afterwards, any team with Graham Shinney in it is a better team than when he's not there. I think, you know, Max Lowe, his loan spell is up. Dom Ball, similar situation. Greg Stewart, uh, James Wilson. So, yeah, we'll be saying cheerio to a few guys, but um, hopefully we might see one or two of them back again. Um, Dom Ball, going to be out of contract, uh, has expressed expressed an interest in coming back to Aberdeen uh, because he enjoys it so much up here. He could be signed on. Uh, Max Lowe, another one. Rangers have thrown a wee bit of a spanner in the works by saying they're interested, but um, having spoken to, to Max, I know how much he enjoys it up here, and it wouldn't be a great surprise if he, he turned Rangers down and opted to come to Aberdeen if that was a possibility for next season. Yeah, whatever happens to Dave, there's going to be quite a number of new faces come uh, pre season in June. Yeah, indeed, as the manager has touched upon already, much, much hard work lies ahead for Derek but he's meeting the challenge of a major summer rebuild head on we can still be competitive and everybody said that year after the Scottish Cup final that that was the end of this uh, Aberdeen being competitive that everybody would start to take uh, go past them well unfortunately for us this year we've not got in, uh, the, the top two spots the old firm have done that and you can see clearly why with what they've got to spend but we've still been competitive through the Cups we still intend to be competitive through the league next season as well and the squad we put together um, for next season it's important that we uh, give ourselves the best chance to be successful going and annoy people in the league and cause a few upsets at times uh, and go and try and get to more cup finals and hopefully bring that uh, at least uh, that second trophy back Almost time for the predictor for the final time this season but let's hear what the kid in the kit room is thinking ahead of Sunday I'm not going to get to the last game of the season because it's our away game and I don't have a driver license. I am confident, but I think we might going to just get the win. I think the score is going to be 2-3 Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Shockeroonie that he doesn't have a driving licence, but... Uh, <laughs> right, uh, only one round of games to go, Andrew. And you're still in front? Still in front. Increased my lead last week. Um, the scores in the doors last week, the Red Army, represented by Ross McLeod, scored four points. Dave G, you scored a solitary one, so you've Yay! moved on to 150. <laughs> Dave Mack, you scored one, Yay. on to 153, and I scored two. Wow. Ooh, yeah. On to 155. So still very tight some, at the top. Some predictors. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, All better than Chris Harvey's zero the week before, though. Chris. Indeed. Russell Anderson will be um, the, representing the Red Army this week but after we've heard from the three of us uh, we'll start off with the 12.30 starts for the bottom six tomorrow afternoon and Dave starting with Dundee against St Mirren 
Well, a traumatic time at Dens, as we know. James McPake in the dugout tomorrow. He'll he'll lift the players, but the Saints will be backed by a, a really big support as they bid to pip Hamilton to 10th place. I'm going for 1-1. OK, Andrew? I fancy St Mirren with the win in their sails after that win earlier on. In, well, uh, yeah, it was Monday uh, against Hamilton. I think they'll win 2-1. OK, and I've gone for 2-0 St Mirren. Andrew, Hamilton against St Johnston. Well, it's probably the hardest game that Hamilton could possibly have because St Johnston are, are showing a little bit of form, albeit belatedly. Uh, but Hamilton will fight every inch of the way, but I just can't see them winning. I think that one's going to finish 1-1. OK, Dave? Um, well, Aki's nerves will be jangling a wee bit, won't they? And St Johnson with seventh place wrapped up. They'll want to end the season on a high note. I'm going for 2-1 St Johnston. I've gone for 1-1. And the final game tomorrow in the Premiership, Motherwell against Livingston. Dave? Uh, Motherwell 2, Livingston 0 for me. The Wells' home record is impressive. They'll be confident of seeing off a Livy team which has really exceeded all expectations this season. Home advantage to count. Andrew? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, on the road, Livingston have only had one win in 18 games. I can't see them getting a second one. It's going to finish 2-1 Motherwell. Okay, I've gone 1-1. I'm, I'm playing a couple of jokers to try and get that two points back, you see. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, it'll be party time at to Paradise as the league trophy is presented to Celtic they take on Hearts and it won't be a cup final re- rehearsal Andrew because I don't think both either team will be anything like the, the 11 that start the following weekend No uh, it'll be shadow squads that'll be out there but um, Celtic just have far too much strength and depth for a, a very poor heart side um, judging by what we saw at Petordry last Friday night Celtic to win 2-0 And Dave? Yeah, Celtic definitely to win. They'll comfortably cruise past the Hearts team, which uh, you know I agree with Andrew here. D- did little to impress me a week ago at Pitodry. Three 0 Celtic for okay, me. Okay, I've gone two 0 and Dave Kilmarnock against Rangers. It, uh, it's difficult for us to say it, but we need Rangers to do something. Yeah, it's not very often we uh, say in this program uh, <laughs> we're no, cheering on Rangers, it. is it? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, um, great campaign for Kelly, of course. What a job Steve Clark's done for them. Uh, you can expect a big crowd at. Rugby Park on Sunday but Rangers they're bang on form aren't they very good win against Celtic uh, recently should be a cracker I'm going for 1-1 okay. yeah I can't separate them either I think it will finish one it will be interesting to see what the, the two lineups are Kilmarnock I'm sure will have their strongest side out uh, Rangers talking about maybe fielding some youngsters but uh, it's going to be a nervy occasion for Kilmarnock and I think it will f- finish a stalemate 1-1 and I've also gone for 1-1. One, one. The final one is our own game, Hibs against Aberdeen, Andrew. Yeah, I fancy Aberdeen to, to do the job. Um, minimum of fuss and bother, 2-0. Dave? I feel this will be another uh, close, hard-fought encounter between two teams whose form has fluctuated this season. Both, though, are capable of playing some great stuff. The Dons to edge it and snatch third place from Killy. 2-1 Aberdeen. Yeah, I've gone for 2-1 Aberdeen as well. Let's hear what Russell has got. He's representing the Red Army this week. Saturday, we've got Dundee against St Mirren. What do you reckon will happen there? There's been an awful lot happened at that club over the last few days, last few weeks actually, months. It wouldn't surprise me actually, now that the pressure's off in some kind of perverse way that they actually win, so I'm going to go for a, a 1-0 home win. Hamilton against St Johnston. I'm going to go for an away win there, St Johnston, I think. It's always a difficult place to go, Hamilton. However, I think 
St Johnston will want to finish the season strongly, um, as will all the teams to be honest, but I'll go for a, a 2-1 St Johnston win. Motherwell facing Livingston. Livingston have surprised an awful lot of people this season, um, and they could surprise me with my prediction on Saturday, but I just think Motherwell at home, I would I'd fancy them, uh, so I'll go for a 2-0. Moving to Sunday, we have Celtic against Hearts. I can only see a Celtic win there, I have to be honest. I know they were disappointing on, on Sunday against Rangers, um, but I'm sure that they'll want to just leave something psychologically there before the cup final. Um, so I'll go for a, a 2-0 Celtic win. Kilmarnock take on Rangers? It's a tight one. I think Kilmarnock have had a very good season. Obviously, they're still going for that third place, so the motivation is there. However, I think Rangers have been on a good running. They've won five out of five in the last five games, so I'm going to go for a one-each draw. And Aberdeen, they travel to Hibs. That's the one we rarely care about. Yeah, which then leaves um, Aberdeen to beat Hibs 2-1 away and they will finish third in the league. So that's what I think. I think um, it'll be a difficult place to go to, um, Easter Road. They've shown some good form over the last few weeks, but we generally tend to find we've got a good record down there. And I think that the players will want to finish the season on a high um, I think they'll go down there with confidence off the back of winning the Hearts game and I can see Aberdeen winning 2-1 We heard earlier from Scott McKenna and Dave he's another player who we don't know if he'll definitely be around come pre-season yeah, the speculation will persist over the coming weeks, won't it? But the big man is putting all thoughts of his future to one side for now. Sunday's the only thing on my mind right now, and anything that'll come after, that comes after that will, will be spoken about then. We all know how how big a game Sunday is for us to try and try and coin third spot, and we can only do that by hopefully getting a victory and hoping that we get we get a hand from Rangers and come on at drop points, but. At the end of the day, if Kilmarnock won the game and we win the game, we're, we're probably going to lose out on goal difference. And we can't, we can't really argue with that. Kilmarnock have, have deserved to add up all the points and the, and the goals that they've got over the course of the season. As we mentioned earlier, the Dons announced uh, a new strategy this or gave details of a new strategy moving ahead and including the move towards a new stadium, Dave. Yeah, and I sat down for a chat with the Vice Chairman uh, Dave Cormack uh, this week and he told me how they plan to take AFC to the next level. The reality is, if we wanted to compete wages for wages with Celtic, for example, we would need to find £250 million to spend over five years. And that's clearly not realistic. First of all, you know, we're not going to find that money. No one's going to invest in a club that speculates to accumulate So we have to do it differently. And so our approach to this is to invest appropriately in facilities. So, for example, moving to the new stadium, we think we can generate three to five million pounds more of uh, high margin income at the new stadium. The other thing, obviously, as well is, is that uh, we need to kind of follow in the footsteps of Hearts and Hibs, who have done well over the years in bringing through players, getting value from them, selling them and reinvesting. Well, Andrew Cove have one foot in a League 2 place for next season. I think they've got both feet firmly in that position, Dave, after that fantastic 4-0 win in the first leg last week. I saw highlights of the game. It could so easily have been double that advantage that they took down to Shieldfield Park tomorrow. But Graham Matheson says, despite being these four goals up from the first leg, uh, he says they'll approach this game in the right manner. As if it's 0-0, really. You can't be complacent and we'll just look to stay compact again 
try and keep the ball really well and if we get any chances we've got to try and be clinical and take them but um, certainly we're not going down there to defend we're not a team that normally it would do that yeah we'll be careful when we've got the ball and we'll use it well but if we get chances yeah we'll be, we'll be looking to go forward and take them the one game in the juniors tomorrow is the Domino's Pizza North Regional Cup final. It's at Crombie Park. Cooter, two o'clock kickoff for Hermes against Bank City. And on Thursday, next Thursday night, uh, I'm chatting to Craig Brown and Willie Miller in aid of Maggie's at Maggie's at uh, a men's evening, which will be held at the centre. Tickets, a few tickets left, price £20. If you'd like details of that, uh, email Aberdeen Fundraising at maggiecentre.com. Org. That's your lot for the season on Red Friday. I'm sure we wish everybody a fantastic summer holiday and hopefully we'll be back at the beginning of the season. But uh, fingers crossed that we end this one with a victory on Sunday at Easter Road. Bye bye.